What's up, guys? Our Wrestling Podcast back at you with another episode. This is Dave Vicious along with Justin's Total Package, Craig the British Bulldog, bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards sharing opinions with you. Today's topic, who is Bray Wyatt? For audio fans, give us a list on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast, or watch our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. On social media, can you do us a solid and give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWP 2019 if Twitter is still standing? It's so next hard week, for me. It's so hard. Facebook Don't. At our so fucking hard podcast or not? You know, you know. We'll we'll, we'll go to we'll go to the Mastodon side yeah. of the dude, for for blog for blog talks if you need to. If Twitter's gone, it'll be fine. Uh, but there you go, Jess. Um, I'm kind of excited Why about you- this because this is. One of the most controversial uh, wrestling entities out there for so many reasons. What he's done, what he hasn't done, how he's been managed, how he's been mismanaged, um, his his personal issues uh, that he's had to had to endure uh, when he's taken time off. Um, Bray Wyatt is such a lightning rod in the wrestling industry. So I, I understand why you want to do it because of those reasons. But what else? What was that really why? Or, or because it's recent? What's what was your plot behind this little narrative? Yeah, that's all. Um, <laughs> He's I'm trying on. to get the. Di- I, eh, I'm no. trying to get the dipshits that don't fucking know good wrestling, uh, you know, product oh, uh, no. to fucking subscribe to us. So I want to do something current. But the Who Is series is rapidly becoming uh, one of my favorites because it's almost like a legacy of somebody who's not done yet. So we do legacies of Macho Man. I know we did one of Randy Orton, but Randy Orton, let's face it, he's on the back nine of his career easily. Um, so I think it was appropriate to do a legacy for him. Uh, and, you know, we'll do someone who passes away. If we haven't done a legacy yet, we'll do a legacy on them. But I think the Who Is series is, I like to focus on it because it's more of a current star. The first only other one we've done is Wardlow. And I like that, you know, it's nice. Bray Wyatt deserves a Who Is. So Craig was talking before we hit record about he's shocked about how long he's actually been on WWE television, which yeah. is going on 12 years. Um but uh, yeah, you know, there's been a lot of ups and downs with this character, and Bray is a super creative person, and I feel um, that he's in good hands right now. I think Vince was a little out of touch and and only focused on the 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 uh, spectacle that was either the Bray Wyatt family and or the Fiend, and I think Vince abused it and like it just he overproduced it, and I think that uh, Bray Wyatt kind of seems like a sensitive guy behind the scenes. I don't mean that in a bad way either. Um, he's very sensitive and he's very like creative. And I think he's very like offended if you don't like listen to his creative voice. And, you know, we're in an yeah. industry that will chew you up and spit you out really quick. But I think Bray has a lot of stuff. He's a good wrestler. Um, we've seen him had some great matches with Daniel Bryan and other people. I think that he's been oh, weighed down with this gimmick. And I think now Triple H kind of knows how to breathe this gimmick out. Um, and I think that we're seeing more of a I love the Backwoods family, Wyatt family, because I believe those are people that you, you would run into if you were in the backwoods. You would run into that family. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's when wrestling characters are the best. The Fiend was awesome as far as like his look and his entrance I thought was great. But the presentation that Vince decided to settle on him killed that gimmick. And that sucks. 
So I think now that yeah. Bray's back, I think that Triple H is more of a reality-based kind of guy. I think that on the main roster, he's got to be a little bit more entertaining because it's it's World Wrestling Entertainment and it's a publicly traded company. However, um, I think that Sean and Triple H are going to be very careful uh, with this character and kind of make the whatever character that Bray's going to become. And we don't know yet because we don't know who the uncle is or anything like that. We're all kind of... Is it going to be another alter ego of his? We don't know. And I'm I'm cool with it. A lot of people are getting impatient, but I am not. I think that let's just let them tell a fucking story. Let How it, about that? Let it play and, out, man. Yeah, let, it let us out. let it. And so I think that the, the Bray Wyatt character at core will be someone that you run into in real life and you believe that you would run into in real life. And I think that's going to translate so. to the I think this will be Bray's best run. I hope so. Craig, what say you, man? Yeah, I mean the pop when he returned uh, and the lead up and people the QR codes people and the stuff in the, here. the stuff in the background and then I don't care if it was sweetened or not that like last shot um, when he appeared through the door and he was back like we were just excited to see him and and we're and we're rooting for him which is which is cool like we have uh, wrestling fans have very little patience but for right now we were rooting for him we un we understand that the fact that he's so vulnerable about his issues and. Um, and he was gone for so long and now he's back. We just want to see him do well and we want to see him happy and we want to see him perform and put on just straight bangers. So he hasn't wrestled yet. He's got a program going with LA Knight, which, which, which um, as of 11-18, tight taping, they furthered that storyline today on SmackDown. But I can't wait to see him in the ring and see what he can do in this uh, this version of him. I don't, I don't know if y'all can read this on me, but... I I am I'm incredibly grateful and I'm really really nervous to be here but I never thought of this would happen <laughs> and this 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 right here this is just me okay you know, this is a, a version of me that I'm, I've never got to introduce to you guys before this is just me being me genuine me for the first time Fantastic. Wyndham Lawrence Rotunda, born May 23rd, what a 1987. Stupid game. I changed my mind. What a dumbass. <laughs> no. Is a American <laughs> professional wrestler. He currently signed to WWE, where he performs on the SmackDown brand under the name Bray Wyatt. He attended Hernando High School, where he won a state wrestling championship at 275 pounds. That's heavyweight. That's heavyweight. He graduated right? in Well, the same when we year. learn who his daddy is, it's no surprise that he was athletic. No surprise, right? Uh, he also played football as a defensive tackle and guard. Rotunda played at the College of the Sequoias for two seasons, earning second-team All-American honors as a sophomore offensive guard. Uh, he earned a football scholarship to Troy University, where he played <laughs> collegiate football for two years. He left Troy 27 credit hours short, uh, short of earning a bachelor's degree after deciding to become out. <laughs> a professional wrestler. Uh, Rotunda is a third-generation professional wrestler following the footsteps of his grandfather, Blackjack Mulligan, his father, Mike Rotunda, and two of his uncles, Barry and Kendall Wyndham. That's I mean, come on, there. right? Like that, that bloodline. <laughs> you want to talk about bloodline. Jeez. And his younger brother, Taylor Rotunda, is also a professional wrestler best known as Bo Dallas. I think most people know that. I so, love Bo Dallas. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, listen, yeah. you know, Mike Rotundo, um, Rotundo, Rotunda, they changed all the time. Uh, former yeah. NWA television champion, former NWA tag team champion, former WWF tag team champion, more famously yeah. known as Half of Money Incorporated with Teddy DiBiase, so uh, is a really like, uh, you know, 
well-respected wrestler, Barry Windham, uh, you know, is one of my personal favorites. And we've done a What Happened to Barry Windham. And I, it was one of my favorite episodes because Barry Windham was just one of those guys that understood wrestling. And that's it. And that's the end of my sentence. And he never was a gym rat or anything like that. And I don't mean that as, as a shitty. He was naturally like six, 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 seven. He was a big motherfucker. He was like, what do they call him? Corn fed, uh, you know, boys, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, and uh, yeah, he was like like a legit walking around like 270, you know, when he got sure. in his prime, 270, 280. Uh, yeah. He, according to Mick Foley in his book, he loved uh, Jack and Coke. Uh he was a good old boy, man. He's a good old like backwoods boy. And Barry Windham was probably one of the most talent, rawly talented wrestlers I've ever seen. And there's so many great Barry Windham matches I think about often, or I'll just put on when I'm bored. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking watch Barry Windham. Um, Barry Windham is one of is fantastic, and uh, so was Mike Rotundo. I'm not suggesting that he wasn't. And then Blackjack Mulligan, who was the father of Barry Windham as well, uh, you know, really big in his time as well. Um, so he comes from this, uh, you talk about bloodline on the Roman Reigns side of it. This is the fucking bloodline right here. So, uh, and I know it's, uh, I think his Twitter handle now is called at Wyndham six. So, um, yeah. you know, it's, they're trying to tie something and we'll see, uh, Bo Dallas has been re-signed, uh, to WWE. So I think that, uh, we're in for something cool. Like, I hope they really do do like a family thing or whatever. Uh, that would be awesome. There you go. Alongside his brother, he held the FCW Florida Tag Team Championships twice while in that WWE uh, developmental territory at that time. FCW, uh, FCW, FCW. <laughs> uh, where he wrestled under various ring names between 2008 and 2012. He briefly wrestled on WWE's main roster from 2010 to 2011 under the ring name Husky Harris. Most notably as a member of the Nexus. The Nexus. God damn. Like that. They should probably be on my uh, Forgotten Factions. I think they're going to be another one, too. Oh, that's uh, a good one. Yeah. For, uh, the, that the was Nexus a pretty cool night. The Nexus invasion. When the they... Nexus's debut was awesome. And then unfortunately, it just went downhill from there. Yeah. But um, man, what, what a great idea. And if an out of touch old man, even back then, wasn't ruining things uh, or beginning to ruin things, I think that the Nexus could have been something really special. But um, Husky Harris. Ray Wyatt was a part of that. Everyone forgets that. And it's totally acceptable to forget that. A lot of heart, too. So Husky, you're next. Your initiation, if you choose to accept it, of course, is in my left hand. You will willingly, without reprisal, take three lashes from everybody here. This next one I want to read, I really want you guys to come in on because this is really interesting because before this wouldn't have happened. I wish um, you after tell me returning to WWE's developmental territories, Rotunda was rebranded as Bray Wyatt, the villainous cult leader of the Wyatt family, with the group eventually making its main roster debut in 2013. The reason why that's important, I think Jess realizes too, is, and Craig, I think you'll you'll see where I'm going as well. If you didn't make it, on those levels back in say the eighties and nineties, you were just gone. There was nowhere to go, go back to independence. Maybe, maybe WCW will pick you up. Right. But here you had the ability to go back and retool. Now that, now that NXT is there, 
for you to, to do that. And I and I, I don't know what would have happened to Bray Wyatt if or if he would have been a Bray Wyatt if that wasn't available. What what do you guys think? I I, I don't know. I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's one of the classes, too, that was one of the final FCW. FCW used to be the developmental territory before yeah, the NXT. Florida, the Florida territory. And, yeah. yeah, before everything became a thing. He's one of the last classes. You know, you had, I think, Charlotte was there. Seth, um, you know. Um, yeah, Seth Rollins was there. Yeah, so yeah. there was a lot of people. I I, I think Becky, too. I don't remember. Uh, they do. A, there's a thing know, on the network, actually. I know that Brock's been a in there, but that was years before. Yeah, there, there, there's a thing on the network about how like they kind of ushered in the the stars that we see now, Charlotte, um, um, Seth, and all those guys um, yeah. and girls. So, uh, so he was one of the final classes of that before it transformed into NXT, and then he went there. So he kind of has that lineage. There's a lot of people that can't say that anymore that they were part of SCW. So that's a a really big deal there too. And then they started. A lot of people forget that they started the cult, the Wyatt family cult in NXT, and he again. This is one of my favorite um, versions of it because you you believed you would run into these people and it was just so simple and he would go in yeah, the ring and he would so cut good. promos and he would be like, basically join me and talk like a cult leader. He acted like a cult leader and it was awesome. And uh, I really, really loved that version and still do. And I hope they revisit that type of uh, Bray Wyatt. And it, it was it was kind of inspired a bit by Waylon Mercy, too, which was inspired by like yes. the Cape, the Cape Fear with the hat and the shirt. But he had that kind of look and drawl. And yeah, like, I was saying, I was his, yeah, his draw was the best. Like it, the, his accent and affect that he put on his speaking voice was just great. Like, yeah, it's just it's really, good. really great. Just uh, just again, from the swamps. What would have happened if that was say twenty years before? Would we have even had the opportunity to see that? I don't. I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't have, he wouldn't have had the opportunity to retool. So I'm so glad that yeah. we did. I mean, NXT has done so much. I mean, I don't want to get on too much of a tangent, but I, I, the immediate thing right now is Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose, they did bring up, and probably too soon was able to bring her back down. And her, she is, she is so totally stellar now. It's it's uh, it's so out of good. control. How she she's Trish. It's what yeah, Trish but, did. But, but yeah, being able to go back down yeah. and yeah. and do that and relearn a different character and I believe be that to... if she's treated well in the main roster, she will be one of the greatest women's wrestlers of all time. Like I when she so. gets back up there, because yeah. she, she's got she the discipline be. and uh, yeah, my God, yeah. the work ethic and yeah, the image yeah. and the brand. She's she's yeah. she's a um, Trish two point for sure. You wouldn't have had that opportunity without NXT in the fold to make that happen. That's that's the whole thing. I'm that's where I'm going with it. So yeah, um, it, it's amazing that. Uh, Bray Wyatt might not have existed without NXT and uh, FCW territory for to have basically a minor league territory for those guys to guys and gals to experiment in. So pretty cool. I'm um, just saying that's it's it's a good thing. NXT yeah. is a good Husky good, Harris yeah, could have came wonderful. to the main stage and died a quick death and then never. And then us. you never would have seen him again. Yeah. Today we say goodbye to NXT. For now. But if you need me, I ain't hard to find. All you gotta do is go look up in the sky and follow the buzzer. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 one more thing. Time is on my side.
you know, so I'm so glad. I'm so glad that it didn't work out that way. And then went to um, WCW as the gambler and then died there too. Like yes, easily. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. The, the backwoods um, brawler. Backwards yeah. Rotunda brawler. became a three time world champion. Skinner's WWE. Skinner's son. Skinner's son. Skinner <laughs> Jr. Skinner <laughs> Jr. Um, he being Rotunda became a three time world champion in WWE, having held the WWE championship once and the universal championship twice. He defeated AJ Styles, Baron Corbin, Dean Ambrose, and The Miz in an Elimination Chamber match for that wow. title on February 12th of 2017. Wow. He also defeated Seth That's Rollins. That's the Backwoods guy. On, Don't remember. Uh, so I say unto you, open your ears and I will sing you a beautiful melody. Open your eyes and I will show you the wonders of this world. Walk by my side, and I will lead you to paradise. Stand in my way, and you will burn in the fire. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to welcome you all to the era of Wyatt. He, he was the backwoods Se- character when he won that title. Yeah. Uh, he defeated Seth Rollins on October 31st, uh, 2019 as the Fiend at WWE Crown Jewel for the Universal title. That was a big surprise there when that happened, that they allowed a title change at Crown Jewel. Now we, who knows what's going to happen when they hold a Crown Jewel now. Um, then he <laughs> defeated Braun Strowman on August 23rd, 2020 at SummerSlam for the Universal title. And there should be an asterisk there too, because that last title win, we were in the pandemic. And so it wasn't in front of the crowd. And I think I'm going to defend this old man, but like, I think unfortunately the pandemic fed him Vince because Vince was like, well, for a pandemic, let's just do over the top production with this character. He's perfect for it. Now we can start doing a lot of different things. And I think that's where they, sort of taking liberties on the character of the fiend and just pushing it over the top to where we were like, no, we don't want that at all. Like that's not what we want. Yeah. No, I, I I'm with you on that. I think the pandemic allowed for some freedoms. I think that Vince would, would not allot himself. Um, and that became an issue for the fiend down the road. Yeah. Um, because it doesn't work. Once the bell rings, you got to take all that shit off and just let them do the work in the ring. Yeah. You can't, you can't wrestle under a fucking red light. You can't. You can't have a big fucking jack in the box hanging around. The you can't project the worms time. on the canvas, right? Oh, yeah. God. yeah. You guys already. I mean, you're 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 very in the lead, you know, as Dave know, says, you know because like really I want to talk about, about it later. That. Because part of this Who Is series is like I feel, and people. I think at first, if you hear this, you might be offended, but then you might be like, "You're right. He's been underutilized. He's underachieved." Can you, I mean, yeah. And, but we remember everything he's that, done because the characters have left point, such Jess, a lasting impression say. on us, but he is underachieved. I like, can't straight, wait for like, him to up, finally like fucking the, erupt. The Bray Wyatt like, character and definitely Rotunda didn't need all that. You don't yeah. need all that dressing on him. He can go out there and perform. He's good enough without he's, the weird red lights. He's three time world jacket. champion, underachieving. Yeah. And I, that's doesn't, why I'm like, it's time he, now to fucking let this guy go. You have not, let him you do have it. not allowed him because you put too much shit around him. Yes. I will defend yeah. the Cena and uh, Wyatt uh, cinematic well, that was match, that was but... right when the pandemic happened. So I will defend that too. I yeah. I don't disagree I, I, with you on that. But no, the other no two, problem. the Jack in the Box, the Red Light, the Worms, the Orton, the the rest of the stuff that really just mixed, were distracted from the in ring. 
that's that's when it was it was just a problem yeah. it was just right bastardized kind of what he was trying to do they just didn't know i don't know i just I, maybe it was i don't know i'd love to see a sit down with bray like how much of that was his idea did he kind of feed That's to where he thought too. it was good did, at the time? Or was he, he stifled or was he just trying? Was he agreeing with them? Yeah. yeah. Like, let's do it. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, he being Rotunda also held the SmackDown Tag Team Championships with Luke Harper and Randy Orton under the Freebird role and the Raw Tag Team Championship with Matt Hardy once apiece. Wow. Team Angle. The bar has held the championship more than any of them. And here is Wyatt and Hardy again with a double team to Sheamus. And Cesaro runs into a right hand. And Wyatt and Hardy have the bar all out of whack here tonight. After taking a hiatus in August of 2018, Wyatt returned to WWE programming on April 2019 with a different gimmick, debuting the horror-themed character The Fiend. Um, I have said this several times. Please jump in. We know that the Wyatt family characterization was not done. It didn't need to be done. It, right. w- it would have been just fine. I don't think we ever saw the peak or pinnacle of that characterization of what is Bray Wyatt. And it's unfortunate. We may not. We may not. I, I know Jess wants to get back to some reality-based form with it, and I think that we will, but it will never be that. And I think that's a disappointment. Right. Craig, you uh, having to... No, I, no I, I, Wyatt family was great. I think, uh, I think with Luke's passing, I don't know if you do that again, but it was, it, it was, it was great at the, at the time. Yeah. Uh, portrayed as suffering from a transformative multiple personality disorder, the fiend randomly switched back and forth between the good side of Mr. Rogers esque uh, children's television host, Bray Wyatt. And his bad side of the grotesque monster. The table was set, though. Like, when you're saying that out loud, I remember when the Fiend, I was like, dude, this is the three faces of Foley, kind of a little bit more edgy and horrified, you know, like kind of thing. You know, he could have easily done. And they tried to do that because he he would defend the title sometimes as Bray Wyatt. And then he would also defend it sometimes as the Fiend. They never connected the characters. They always it's like Vince always wanted to just tell the story when we did the funhouse skits. But I was like, why wouldn't you? Like, you could easily, can you imagine? He could have been a heel and a face at the same time. He could have been a face as Bray Wyatt, as the 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 talk show guy. But then when you made him mad, like Incredible Hulk, you won't like me when I'm angry. And then like the Fiend is this monster. Sure. So he could have had feuds. You could have put him on Raw as a face, then on SmackDown as a heel as the Fiend. And they could have done some revolutionary Does shit. I- doesn't I, I know he does it sparingly, but doesn't Jushin Liger did, did the same thing sparingly? He would the mask would come off and he would be the the whole different character. And yeah, he'd be a, a different like a like villain. I'm, no, this this is real. I'm going to kill you now. And he yeah. put like a huge stake through a table once, and like it was it was legitly frightening. He only does it like once every three or four years. Yeah, it's like the, it's kind of like the demon character with Finn. That's what you're saying. It's like the demon with Finn. You know, like they have. Vince, it's yeah, so funny. I was thinking Finn Balor was very Vince similar. loves over the top stuff and he had it. And like, but he's just like, no, we're just going to, I want to skit it to death. Let's do yeah. skits. Let's do shitty yeah. skits. And he it's like, just, no, he dumps God, what's like, not working and just stays 100% and just pushes whatever yeah. is popular that when second. You say he, when you say he, you're not talking about Bray. You're not talking about, you're talking about Vince. Yeah. Vince. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, we have to make that clear. That's not that's not a Bray thing as far yeah. as the person. That's Bray thing as the character who's being controlled by 
yeah bkm at the at the time so um the fiend was released from wwe on july uh 2021 but returned to the company in october 2022 with a split personality gimmick and the new character uh called uncle howdy so the big question is who is bray wyatt there what what has happened um Jess Craig, jump in. I know. Let's talk about the real behind the the release because I don't think it's a release. It's like it's like, hey, I gotta go, and then like we understand. Yeah. Well, this last um, time, the first time when when they brought him back as the fiend, it was from an injury, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. But the last time when he left for a while, um, and he never returned, and they released him, it was because uh, Luke Harper or Brody Lee died, and they were really good friends, and it really fucked him up. Um. Yeah. So he was. Oh God! Excuse me. Um, he, um, I believe, and this is just me speculating. I, you know, because I think it was just written about a lot. Nobody really knows until, like Dave said earlier, until he does a sit down interview and actually wants to talk about it. I'm assuming that he was also frustrated with his direction and his character, and he was pissed. And he was like, "It's just not what I wanted, and you're making me something that I'm not." And um, then his friend dies, his one of his best friends, and he's like, "I gotta go." And I think that. That happened, and I think that a lot of people don't understand that, and now they're learning about him, and I really hope that they kind of bring it out. I hope we do have a, a, a DVDs of a thing anymore, but we have like a digital documentary on him and talking about, because I think he does have um, uh, like anxiety issues in real life, I'm pretty sure. And uh, so I would like for him to talk about it and, and you know, talk about his journey, and yeah. you know, he's also again, if this character takes off, he was one of the few people that could say that I was sort of like coached by Vince towards the end. And then I was taken over by triple H and my character became something different. So he's on the cusp right now of doing something great. I don't know. I, I really hope that, that I'm right. And that Vince was out of touch and uh, that he was just wrong in the direction that he pushed brand, not saying that I don't understand why Vince did it. We're an entertainment company, pal. But um, I just feel like Triple H is a little bit more in tune with the and Sean too, for that matter. Um, like they're very in tune with the more emotional wrestler of today, right? And what the, re the what reality of it, of it, like yeah, the vulnerability. I like so I how think he is that I, yeah, yeah, I truly believe Those that we're going to see it, the best of him, and uh, I hope I hope we see the best of him because I think that his talent is there. Uh, that all the characters, all the different. Uh, you know, uh, forms of him, the Bray Wyatt backwoods, the fiend, the, the good guy, Bray Wyatt, and the, you know, the, the talk show host guy, and then the fiend and everything. I think he could do all of it. He could do anything you ask him to do. So I can't see it being him. I really just see it being a creative, figuring out a way. How can we funnel this guy's vision? How can we really talk to people and make this character go over? Um, mm -hmm. I want to know, like the topic says, who is Bray Wyatt? And I want to know, I kind of, the character's not been fully written yet. We don't know who the Backwoods guy is because he got pulled from us. And then the Fiend comes in. So we're like, okay, he's a schizo. He's a character that, uh, he's everybody, you know? So wh what do we do? Like, they're all connecting somehow. Are they going to finish the connection here and kind of tell us the whole story? Or is this Uncle Howdy thing just going to be more realistic for who Bray is? I don't know. I don't know. I just I just want one promise, Jess, if we do it soon, because <clears throat> I was just thinking about this and and um, reading your notes, you always put a nice picture at the bottom. I know, and, and, and I see I see Brody at the bottom there with uh, you know, with the Wyatt family. We we need you to do who is Brody. I I feel like we, I know we talked about it 
um, in some recent episodes, but probably need to revisit that and revisit his history. I think it's worth noting. He's too talented. He had too much impact on so many people in the wrestling industry that nobody talked about. You also got to think of who they were. Like when they were in developmental territory together and they were doing this backwoods thing, like um, they bonded. And, you know, it's like when you go from the developmental territory to the main roster, that's also a bond. And they bond, they bonded again. And the, the initial gimmick was successful. And so they had a bond, you know, and then when creative takes you something somewhere different and you break up the faction and, you know, yeah. they can eventually both of you, them went to AEW for a bit. And, uh, and then one passes, you know, it's like, oh shit. Like, you know, his, yeah. his beginnings were crumbled. And then you're also in a gimmick where, the owner, and again, I'm not trying to shit always on Vince, but he was just out of touch. He was just trying to do something grand. Let's put worms on the ring, pal. Let's do a Jack in a Box live, pal. You know, he just, he was, I mean, it's all Vince knew was to glorify. But if you look at the human Bray Wyatt, he was confused as fuck. Like, he was like, dude, I just fucking feel that you're overcomplicating this shit. And you put a red light on me and we're doing all this weird stuff and I don't like it. And then something personal happens to him and someone passes and he's like, dude, I hate this shit. I'm done. Like, and you know, I just think your opinion, man. Just the sport itself doesn't lend itself well to mental illness. Like he's been honest about mental illness, whether it is depression or anxiety or uh, yeah. substance abuse. But a sport like wrestling, when you have to watch your back and you you're literally just protecting your position 24 uh, seven, and especially in the uh, pressure cooker that is WWE and dealing with creative and everyone else, like it's got to be and plus the travel. It's got to be absolutely taxing mentally. So he probably just needs breaks now and again, and it's. It's tough for any mentally uh, person that's completely stable. Never mind someone who has a, a bit of a whether it's a hereditary issue or um, or their own mental issues. So, and I'll yeah. go out on a limb here and say that there, there. I really hope uh, that there will be a legacy of Bray Wyatt someday. And uh, so, when his book closes, you know, we'll have done a who is, and then I really want the legacy to be finished. So there will be. You know, we we we're, shockingly, he's been in the company for twelve years. You know, at this point, so he, he he's got the hardware already to to make that happen. I mean, he's yeah. So he's been world be champion. There. He's been world champion, which is my big qualification, and he's been pushed to the main event status. And but I think that uh, I really want him to feel finished with this character, and I think that uh, it's coming. I think that's a good thing. I think it'll be interesting. We'll see what happens. For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast, or watch our videos on YouTube at our wrestling channel. Can you hook us up on social media? Give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWP2019 or at Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast. For Dave, Jess, and Craig, this is the OWP signing off. Have a USA. Bye. And stop. Doesn't this don't mean I'm gonna let you count? Do you got the name? This world is wrong today.